right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Uncle Buck's house. Thanks for coming over yet again. Uh, it is episode two of Uncle Buck's house podcast. Uh, if you are joining us today, I am very happy to uh, welcome our guests in the studio today. We have comedians uh, Brent Trujillo and Tony Foxworthy. You guys, thanks for coming in. Hey, thanks hey, for having man. us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Guys, I was super excited to get you guys in here. Nick, unfortunately, could not be here again uh, with us this week. Had some stuff come up, uh, but I know that he was really excited to um, to get in here because he has been a fan of your videos ever since you started making okay. them. Man, that's a, that's fantastic, cool. man. Yeah, yeah um, have I met Nick before? No, 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 okay. no, no. no I'm I don't a big think fan so. Fan of him? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That'd absolutely. be weird. It's your second episode. That'd be weird if you always had a guy that was like, "Yeah, Jeff couldn't make it. He had like every episode. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's always a reason he couldn't make it." Just for the whole run of the podcast, yeah, That'd yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's a different guy every time. <laughs> Joe was uh, gonna say, Damon, yeah, yeah, he was gonna stop in, but uh, <laughs> well, uh, Will Smith was on his way. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, no, I uh, also have become a fan recently of your podcast as well, Field Trip. I, oh, I, thanks, man. Yeah, I uh, uh, I checked out the episode that Tony was actually mm-hmm. on recently yeah. about uh, Airbnbs and yeah. Airbnb uh, that was, nightmares. Yeah. Yes, Airbnb <laughs> nightmares, exactly, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's weird, Tony. Uh, it's like you know we hang out, so it's like we have a good rapport. So for sure, it's not he's not on every episode because he has stuff pop up. No, uh, <laughs> but it's like one of those things you know when you it's when you're collaborating with other people, it's so hard to match up a schedule. So it's sure. always cool when he's on because uh, we just mesh well. Yeah, absolutely. I am supposed to have a co-host, but he won't ever show up. It's crazy. Yeah, it's just kind of the way that goes. No, no, no. no. Um, but Family yeah. reunion. Yeah, Never yeah. Again. Yeah, absolutely. And then the most recent episode with uh, one of my favorite people, Stuart Huff, was a oh. was a blast. Um, so, so yeah, guys, go uh, go check that out. But uh, so, so how's everything been going? You guys been uh, been kicking ass on the road? Are you guys uh, looking forward to a lot of stuff coming up? We don't necessarily need to get into dates, but, you know, you guys staying busy? Is so having having a lot of fun? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially for me, every everything is so new like right like th- having a schedule this busy is like the last 18 months is is so new to me it's yeah. still super fun yeah. so i and i'm still obviously adding trying to anyway so yeah. everything's a lot of fun for me right now when you're doing a lot of festivals and you do uh, not even festivals. You just go to a city and you'll set up, you know, a, a weekend's worth of shows. Like I never did that when I was first starting, you know. But you just get in a car and you go, which is great. Yeah, yeah. It, it's been uh, it's so nice now with uh, coming uh, starting in with the internet age and there's all these. Uh, hey, I'm coming to Facebook groups for yeah. comics and it's very easy to link up if you're going to cities and I'm. I, one of the things I'm, I'm good at is networking, and so when I do get into festivals and I meet some friends, then really I'm just going to their town to hang out yeah. and do some shows. Oh, and, sure. Yeah, and so that's kind of how it's uh, a spun. Like I, I'll be uh, out doing some festivals uh, this year that I'm pretty excited about, too. So yeah, hopefully excellent. that spins into stuff. For sure. And actually, before we started recording, uh, speaking of networking, I, I've heard a lot about your business card. Uh, <laughs> did you have one on you? I don't know that I've seen it. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure I do. <laughs> uh, it is. It, it's always weird as a comic. You always feel like, why Why do I do any of this stuff, right? <laughs> Especially when you first do it. Uh, and I, I just felt like I had stuff way too soon. Yeah. But I did a, a club weekend, and somebody told me, they were like, you just need to have cards at least with social media 
That way, if they want to find you, they can. And then I've always had them, and they're super cheap. It's like ten bucks yeah. for like a thousand. Of oh, them. sure. So Vista Print just sent you three emails oh, while you were talking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, and this is great, man. This is fantastic. So yeah, the first run of the card, I just did a one side with social media stuff, and every time I handed it to somebody, they flipped it over, and I always felt. Like a dipshit for having a blank back. Oh yeah. So then I put this stupid glamour shot headshot. Yeah. That's of me I, with a super soft filter. Oh yeah. Is. No, this is fantastic. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Hang uh, on to it. All right. Put it cool. next to your bed. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> uh, I was going to put it next to my speedometer. Um, <laughs> not get to get weird. <laughs> yeah. 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 You Got can. It. Come over to Uncle Buck's house. You never know what's going to happen. Every once in a while, the wheel just starts to drift over, but then you look down at the <laughs> yeah. speedometer and see Tony, and you're like, exactly. I got something to live for. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, so so this is technically going to come out after Roastomania. Okay. Um, which is which is uh, happening January 30th, Thursday. My birthday. I'm yes. glad I won. Yes, and that was exactly <laughs> what I was going to propose we do. I think it'd be a lot of fun if, if you preemptively did your victory speech I, yeah, I just, and also yeah. defeat speech kind of like uh just in case you know i choose your own adventure f- for comedy <laughs> yeah yeah yes exactly yeah we uh, i'll do the the losing <laughs> yeah. one i you know i just left it all out there on the stage and you know you just got to take it day by day and you know it, you know coach was right you just gotta get back on the horse and okay yeah uh <laughs> And then the victory one is, you know, I, I knew D, uh, DJ Dangler didn't have it in him to roast me properly, so he's too soft. There you go. <laughs> he, he came up in the cage and he failed. <laughs> Absolutely. The the children of Africa will enjoy listening to one of those, <laughs> whichever doesn't work. Are, are, are you roasting on Thursday? Uh, no, I am going to nope. be judging. It's my oh, birthday. Oh, that's right. That's right. I so, know yeah, I saw something yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So I'll be there. Uh just uh, hang out and enjoy the festivities and uh, make fun of everybody. That's so preemptively, <laughs> preemptively, uh, go ahead and try to defend your most controversial judgment. Don't have to say who it is, but uh, but 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 just kind of j- just kind of uh, if you can. I I don't really know what I'm asking right now. I'm kind of well, pulling this, this is, off the top this of my is head. Weird because I, uh, I I picked DJ Dangler over Brent. <laughs> <laughs> nice absolutely that's great that's great absolutely it's gonna be a lot of fun um and yeah so you were technically listening to this after the fact so i'm sure i'm saying that it was a lot of fun i'm really looking forward to it it's, have it's you guys, gonna be a great time have you done a roast before i Tony, did you have, right? one yeah yeah, yeah I, I roasted calvin turner it's fun to be mean it yeah. is it, and it's a good writing challenge i've done uh three of them kyle you did one you said yeah you brought it man that was that was a very fun roast uh you, but yeah, they they they're really good. I won my first one, and then I've lost everything after that. So that's why I'm judging. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a very unique experience, just because. So the first one that I was ever um, uh, introduced to was the one just before that, and um, uh, it was just I didn't know what I was walking into. You know what I mean? There's such there's such a sort of blueprint of a comedy show and of a roast even you know there's there's the friars club style and all these different styles of roast but then you walk in to see a metal cage and uh you know card girls yes exactly uh, you can Um, buy stuff to throw at people it is a it's an experience yeah and it's a fun nobody in indie since i've been doing uh comedy has done anything 
uh, roast wise with uh, with that much production, especially. Sure, absolutely. And shout out to Brad Riggler for uh, oh yeah, you know, uh, really uh, putting together something cool and doesn't and he unique. wear? A, I've never been to one yet, but doesn't he wear a full tux? Yeah, he does. He's straight up. He, yeah, I uh, didn't even do tux. that when I got married. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I I, uh, I don't want to pull the curtain too much, but his uh, black pants at one time were sweatpants. <laughs> oh yeah, so uh, yeah. Uh, it's a little trashy tuxedo, but it works. Sure, it's, yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. Business from the waist up and party from the waist down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sunday uh, afternoon is... from the waist down and Friday night gala on the way up. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, and he does a great job of uh, of hosting it too. Because, I mean, it's one of those things you really have to regulate, you know, the, the minute rounds and, you know, stopping and starting the clock and passing the mic, you know, so on and so forth. And um, Well, he was a uh, in-ring boxing announcer and then a promoter. Oh, that's previously. right. So, like, he's got a radio voice. It's yes. really insane that he doesn't do radio or, like, voiceover work. Like, he could sit in his uh, basement and make a lot of money. Really. Yeah. His uh, his uh, social media videos are always very entertaining. Uh, interesting, <laughs> he, nonetheless. He does group chats, and he'll just <laughs> he send does. videos instead of a long message. And it is always, like, him driving with like smoking a pipe <laughs> giving like a like a in a smoking jacket Tarantino-esque monologue for like 45 seconds you're like this is great was yeah, that he, why one of the videos was from the point point of view of the trunk yeah and he also does a lot of the time especially with the glasses that he wears kind of ends up looking like the guy who owns the evil ski lodge in an 80s yeah movie, i was gonna you know say I mean? those aren't glasses those are ski goggles those are ski goggles. my dad's gonna bulldoze the ski lodge unless exactly. you can beat me in a race yeah <laughs> skis versus snowboards yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a whole lot of fun. Uh, I'm sure that we had a blast last night. Um, <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I don't even remember it. So like, that's how uh, much, you know, fun, fun I had. Yeah. You were embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not invited back. You're pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, we need to, this is actually an intervention. Um, but no, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be a whole, whole lot of fun. And I'm hoping to bring one of those to Kettletop here, hopefully this year, bring the cage over to Kettletop. Be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, that'll be great. We took the yeah. show. I was on one of the roasts. Uh, we took it on the road to Pittsburgh. Yeah. And, oh, it was a blast standing room only. At oh, this. wow. Yeah. Uh, so the place they put it on, they were smart and did like they had done. It would have been the equivalent of coming to Indy and doing it at like the White Rabbit. Oh, okay. It was uh, a venue that did comedy, but it wasn't like a comedy venue. Yeah. So it was uh, it was cool. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna have a whole whole lot of fun there. Um, now, is there um, is there something that happens um, in these moments on the road where do, do you ever just turn the car radio off? Is that something you guys do? Just ride in silence? Yeah, I uh, and I don't. To be honest, I don't turn the car radio on. I don't turn a hotel TV on. I, it's all f via my phone now. You sure. Know? Um, but yeah, sometimes if I, uh, that's where I get a lot of writing done is in the car, just voice text. And it's fun to see yeah. what I said versus what the phone thought I said. Sure. <laughs> but just in the and just in the car, you know, it's kind of uh, an, an there's no other distractions because you're not supposed to be on your phone anyway. So sure. you're just driving for hours, ho hopefully coming up with a decent premise. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the reason I ask that is because um, years ago, I used to be very like 
unnerved and like I used to hate silence in the car. Mm -hmm. It used to just be something that was uncomfortable. I'm like, we need to turn the radio on or something. (laughs) So, but recently I found myself like I'd turn the radio off to take a phone call. Phone call ends, put my phone back on the thing and I just don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. But then like 30 minutes later, I've had the car radio off and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I was actually fully entertained by Mm -hmm. thinking and what was happening. And and, and I did end up, you know, in in a creative mindset. I don't know if anything really popped up of of any, you know, value. I think sometimes you got to get the the junk out of the way. Oh, sure. The junk thoughts. So maybe your next writing session is all gold. Yeah, sure. Well, there's some of that, like, uh, I will try every once in a while to just free write. And the people that can do that consistently, I think, find a lot of useful stuff from that. If you do it, it like, in a smattering, I don't think it's all that helpful. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you – but that's a lot of just letting your mind go and see what comes out at the end. Uh, I – if we're in the car together, a lot of times what'll happen is the the radio will be on, but we'll have a full conversation for forty five minutes and miss an entire podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, that happens all the time. And then I'm pretty bad about if something ends, I won't catch that I've been dead silent for so long, or. Uh, if something's on the TV, I won't realize that I've been watching 45 minutes of Joel Olstein at like <laughs> six in the morning. You know, yeah, that's well, how I get you initially. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that actually happened last night. I was at my grandma's house, um, actually hooking up a new TV for her. And uh, shoot, we, glad that sentence did not end with hooking up. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> me too. Um, hashtag me too. No, no um, nah. edit that out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the um, the TV just kind of switched at one point to what looked like a commercial, but then the commercial never ended. It was like LifeLock or something like that. Oh, yeah. Protect yeah, yeah. all your stuff so nobody steals Exactly, your... and everything they said was just di- was directed at elderly people. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you never know when the Wi-Fi at the coffee shop that you're at is going to get someone on your phone that's going to take all your money away. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, and then it's like, but then you need to call us immediately and give us all this information to protect it. It's like, ah, uh, okay. Um, but no, it was, uh, and I, I guess I just kind of brought that up because I thought about that the other day, and I and I just didn't know if that was something that, um, you know, kind of came with age and maybe just we do have so many sounds at all times that maybe just being in the car with some silence and, you know, if that's something that, you know, we develop maybe through just our creative mindsets and trying to write more, or if that's, you know, something that everyone feels, I, I'm just not sure. Huh. I think that, uh, that silence thing is also a very dad thing. And you don't just, it's like that when you're over 30 guy driving and like you've, you've just been with your parents and it's just silence and you're like, can we do something like, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. And well, and then there's sometimes where it's just like, Oh, Thank God there's no, like, no sound, nothing. Like, no, mm-hmm. nothing to take in. Let mm-hmm. me just sit here and veg. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think they even have, like, silence retreats now. Darkness and silence retreats That's... where you can, like, be locked in a dark room for, like, yeah. seven days. Some Seems... days on the road, I don't know about you, Tony, but I'll be on the road and the first time I talk to somebody, a human being is at the show. Like, I'll walk in and be like, hey, you know, I'm one of the comedians. 
but I could go a whole day from you know midnight the night before in a hotel room to when I get to the show without speaking a word to anybody. Oh yeah, and it's always interesting if you're in like a condo with somebody else. And you're like, hey, we've been door to door for twelve hours, not a word. And then then you feel when you do make a noise, you always feel like you have to be like, hey, I'm in a condo. Let me step outside. Yeah. And then the guy in the other room was like, I heard that like. Because it's so silent that any noise is loud. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The, the the slightest footstep. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I grew up in a very old home. So, like, you know, there was no sneaking in, in mm-hmm. and out of my house. Like, every single, uh, you know, creek. S- creek and everything is just echoes throughout mm-hmm. the house. Um, well, my parents had hardcore, like, sleep. At, they just snored. Like, you could... <laughs> Oh god! You could have chainsawed your way through the front door, and it would have been fine. Yeah, <laughs> and and that's and that's actually crazy. That like I um can we check this out, BJ? Can can you Google anyone who's like I don't know if that's a thing. If anyone who's like um like not been awoken because someone was snoring and like caused them to die, like a like a like would they have missed like the fire alarm or something because someone was just snoring so my wife loud? will sleep through the alarms like on her phone yeah on alexa so what i'm saying is don't sneak into our house but uh, <laughs> yeah. she is a heavy sleeper sometimes and it's like i'll just be in bed with her you know because yeah. that's how we do it and uh, <laughs> and like it's just her alarms and i'm just like hey get like i'm yeah. the alarm oh sure yeah. to wake me up to wake her up you know <laughs> Just because I, I I don't know it's uh, just something that caught my mind the other day and I'm like hey when I get a chance to talk to I watch a lot of true crime shows I was just watching one before I left and um, a mom uh, double dosed her son Xanax and then set the house on fire to kill him <laughs> so <laughs> that yeah that'll how, happen did how he old, die yeah uh, no they so he made it out fine uh, but he was way messed up when he got there like when the paramedics they were like well there is something wrong yeah and that's when uh like she had like she had already killed her husband then she tried to kill him there and then like two months later he disappeared and then uh they put everything together and she ended up getting got but oh man that's uh that's pretty insane giving big dose of xanax i wonder if he came out and like started like a mumble rap career or something (laughs) (laughs) if it was anything like me i uh have a an autographed matlock plaque from my uh days of taking xanax Ah. and getting on ebay Is that real? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I have a, an autograph from Andy Griffith. From a- Andy Griffith, and it's a Matlock uh, picture on like a plaque, and it says Matlock number one fan. <laughs> that- <laughs> and I also have a fake driver's license uh, for MacGyver, the character MacGyver, and uh, his first name was Angus. <laughs> Angus MacGyver. That was <laughs> we were a big fan of. My my ex had a signed picture of Bob Denver. <laughs> um, and for those of you that don't know, that's Gilligan. No, um, uh, oh yeah, yeah, uh, not the singer. Yeah, but not the, John Denver. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah not yeah. Uh, Country Roads. This is Bob Denver, the second most famous guy with the last name Denver. <laughs> was he one of the sex freaks? Like, is he one of those people that is like known for being weird? Oh, I, know I, it was I don't the know. Guy from Hogan's Heroes was. Uh, oh yeah, um, Bob something. 
And I oh, just listen I to a true crime podcast. Whenever I'm with Tony, we always end up listening to true crime stuff. <laughs> yeah. And it was uh, there's a movie out called Autofocus about the guy from um, Hogan's Heroes, but he got murdered and they've never solved the crime. Oh man. But he would have like. Uh, uh, like V eight, not VHS tape, whatever it was back then, of tapes of like sex tapes of with people. Oh man, yeah, well, he was yeah. like early in, like as soon as like he was in Hollywood as an actor, famous actor, and then when his show ended, he like got into home video, but only to record home porn. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got into. I'm uh, I'm an amateur uh, videographer. Oh, what kind? Uh, amateur. Well, that's what cracks <laughs> me up. Was take like your even top off, and I'll tell you. <laughs> even in the days when they're like seven people had home video equipment at least one of them was doing porn you yes. know like oh, this. absolutely yeah. and then like you know you uh uh every now and then you know i mean i, I feel like everyone's probably come across a video cassette they probably wish they hadn't at some point <laughs> uh that hopefully was not recorded from of your parents but oh, uh yeah but oh god i couldn't imagine that one but it's always it's weird enough as a kid because i'll be uh 39 on thursday as i guess this came out so i just yesterday happy. was my birthday oh yeah. hey yeah absolutely uh, yeah happy belated uh, thank you um the i grew up in a vhs porn age and i am glad my dad just had playboys and i didn't because i had a friend who knows what his dad jerked off to because the video would stop and you're not rewinding every time right yeah. so when he would pop the video in he had to remember where it was oh man so when he watched it he could put it back to where his dad came previously <laughs> <laughs> which is weird it was always during like you know the, the dialogue scene oh, yeah. Goodness. Yeah. oh that's crazy i've got a uh i i've got a crazy story actually about <laughs> vhs so in high school um in health class one day uh we were just to watch a video and um it was not a sex ed video i can't remember what it was on um but i was asked to control the remote so that way when <laughs> class was over um i would just you know hit the remote sure and so it was too hot that day and we were all had just come in from outside or whatever and we were sitting there and uh the movie was going and going and going and we all fell asleep including <laughs> myself and the movie just kept going and going and going and went off and then it started back up again there was something on the end of this videotape uh oh and it panned across a beach and there were like just you saw like shorts and then you saw like a bra or like a bikini top and then you saw like this, this and then it started it panned from the feet up to like this soft core like just gyrating like it wasn't humping like it was soft core so it was you know and it was just and and all of a sudden the teacher just goes hit the button hit the button hit the button <laughs> what? and, and <laughs> it was a woman and uh, i'm like i don't know what just happened here but we never spoke of it again it was, weird. <laughs> it, was it was insane was that like a, a homemade viet not a like she taped it off something yes okay yeah so. it, yeah it, it's like yeah exactly it's like they uh taped it off something and then they like red shoe diaries yeah, uh -huh. something like that. Yeah, or like Bliss uh, that used to be on the Oxygen <clears throat> Network. Oh, I don't know. I'm oh no, am I just that. the only only the, no. the weird one to watch Bliss? It was like softcore <laughs> stuff that was on uh, Oxygen after like eleven thirty p.m. I'm gonna have to check that oh, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is weird. Now nowadays, you get professors. There's news stories all the time of somebody accidentally. You know, they're they're doing a, a PowerPoint presentation and they hook it up 
to the classroom or somebody is taking notes and you just open it and it's all yes. moaning and yeah. stuff, which is we it's weird but it's also yeah it's just yeah how do you explain that away that now this is for research purposes yes exactly know? but well it, i mean just as a person living around like it's so funny to like watch people guardedly go through their like photo galleries when yeah. they're like oh i need to show you you should have seen how full this club was and then they open yeah. their phone and then they like have to put it up to their chest to, like, put it on like, edit i, I you <laughs> could, don't like look away while i find yeah. this picture that you're allowed to see oh w- whenever i hand my phone to my mom to show her a picture which is literally she has to take it and hold it like That's right here from her face every mom time is yes. they gotta grab it yeah, oh, like God. a child. Exactly. <laughs> and then you break into a sweat. You're like, oh. Yeah, but I have learned to put all my uh, photos in edit mode um, when I do that, so that way they can't swipe left and right. It, oh, you, damn. Can, you can show the full photo, but you can't swipe left and ah, right. Uncle smart. Buck's uh, life hacks. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, put yeah, put your photo in edit mode before you hand it to a to an older family member um, or I actually any family member. To be in honest. a secure folder. That's <laughs> yeah, like a... I, I have a Dropbox uh, <laughs> for dick pics. What yeah. uh, one time I I handed my what it, it was a dick pic and she swiped off to uh, me and some of my cats. No. <laughs> 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 what? I didn't know you had cats. <laughs> this is an outrage. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's great. Um but yeah, no, so uh did uh, so? I guess um, last night was the return of, of SNL. Do you guys still do you guys still watch SNL? I, I kind of find it mixed between comedians. Some comedians still I love watch this it. Christopher people... Nolan timeline of this podcast. Yes, we exactly. keep ju- jumping between last night and what was really last night exactly, and what was yes. last night with the roast battle. Last yeah, this night. is Podception yes. happening right now. <laughs> at the yeah. end, the, the the top is still spinning at the end of this podcast. Yes, exactly. So I guess this is coming out before the next Saturday Night Live. So on the last Saturday Night Live. Adam Driver was the host. Uh, did, did you guys happen to catch it at all? So I've been bad this season. I do stay up on Saturday Night Live this season. Yeah. I have not. Um, but I, I like, especially like not even the Eddie Murphy episode. Like I've really, I have a bunch DVR'd. Yeah. I just haven't went back and watched them yet. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I watched a sketch from the Eddie Murphy one. And if mm-hmm. I would, if they were going to get me to watch it, it would have been Eddie Murphy. But there's so much stuff to watch. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like just you know. You also got to look at is if you're a comic, you got to be watching some of this stuff just to stay current. And I just don't, you know. Yeah. And it, people are always like, "Did you see this?" And before they even say the name, I'm like, yeah. "Nope, I yeah. didn't." <laughs> like, yeah, but it's and it's also a hard Saturday Night Live's a hard one because as a comic, Friday Saturday, that's yeah, work, sure, you know? absolutely, so it's tough. And, and that was as I was asking that question, I'm like, "Yeah, you're probably working." Um, so well, you know, and what it is is you see clips like mm-hmm. you see the good stuff yeah because you didn't have yeah. the chance to watch it live sure right? well that's yeah. how anybody should watch stuff now any days is uh the good stuff is gonna make it to clips yeah well that's why fallon got big show, right yeah yeah because he was the first one to stuff yeah, yeah he was the first one to figure out that just they people want to watch three minutes at a time in the morning at work yeah and then there is still that you know, older audience that wants to watch the late show before they go to bed mm-hmm. or as they're laying in bed about to go to sleep or have fallen asleep and it's on. I th- and also, I think it's also a, a, a younger kid. If they still have access to that, that is when you're finding your comedy yeah. and what you think is funny. So when I was uh, like Conan, 
was the first late night host Mine that too. I was into. Oh yeah, I, I right? can totally relate to that. And so I think you find like Saturday Night Live and late night hosts are the things that people find like you lock in to what you think is funny and you remember those casts and those people fondly as you get into adulthood like for me the sandler farley run that was on live when i was in seventh eighth ninth grade yeah staying up my parents didn't know i was staying up i was doing it you know i was like i was getting away with something those are all the gold you know things for me yeah absolutely i I remember sneaking downstairs and i would hide behind the couch while my parents watched uh james corden (laughs) 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 last week (laughs) he's been a staple in many american households for years He's just he, he's coming down the stairs, not sneaky at all. At the, at, at the time, I would have been a twenty-six-year-old man <laughs> and hiding by the couch while carpool karaoke was on. Trying to silently eat popcorn. Yeah. Just like a, get, get, get like a, get like some gushers or something. Just like some Something quiet well, just fruit, yeah. fruit snacks. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's so good. Do you guys have a show that you your go to bedtime show is where you can put it on, and it's one of those where it's just you've seen everything, so it's not like you're invested in it. Yeah. Uh, like Parks and Rec for me. Mm-hmm. Parks and Rec in the office, I guess, kind of those. You and my, you need to stay away from my wife. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Stereo Girl over here, she loves those. Yeah. And I, I like them too now because she, I never really watched any of those. Sure. Um, that's her bedtime, one of her bedtime shows. And, you know, for me, it's The Simpsons. It's been for years. Yeah. Just, uh, you put on a, a Simpsons and you, you could just fall asleep. Oh, Family Guy it, it is kind of Family the same Guy was way. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I am uh, like <laughs> forensic files and true crime, <laughs> like ID channel that nothing puts me to sleep like a good murder. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and that's and that's so interesting. Like that actually, you know, it's it's interesting how something so like really violent can actually can kind of soothe and entertain. I a am lot not of alone on that at all. I've no, like, not the at last all, not at all. Several people I've dated like that's something that we've clicked over initially was oh. like true crimes shit. And then, uh, like, to the point that one person, like, we'd be laying in bed and uh, forensic nice. files went, not to brag. <laughs> um, I was, you know, not fucking, just watching TV. <laughs> uh, Next story. Yeah, the, uh, Boring. No. Yeah, and then the video ended. and uh, But, no, it, like, it would start and she would be like, oh, he's, there, there's a footprint and a piece of bread. And like she like that's how quick she had all of the forensic files um like lock in her brain like oh, it was that it was insanity man yeah. that's interesting I, I've definitely been in relationships where you know um, I've not been in control of what you know we fall asleep to and you know I've fallen asleep to the Golden Girls many oh, times yeah. you know just waking up at two a.m. to pee just to you're a big on the oxygen in. network huh uh-huh, that, that's a, another oxygen network rerun yeah I yeah, yeah yeah exactly uh, yeah. and then uh, a lot of uh, you know. Um, the Munsters was a common Dude, one for a while. Oh yeah, I I mean I 
just got for Christmas a Munsters poster yeah. for our kitchen. So that it's weird how that that Nick at Night type show where yeah. it's like, I, why would why do I know I Love Lucy? Why do I know the Munsters Happy Days? And this like it's that that weird kid that was raised by his grandma, so he's. Got that grandma culture and oh, yeah. nothing well, so else. That's all. That's me. A hundred. Yeah. It wasn't raised by my grandma, but my mom uh, and dad worked one. My dad worked day shift. My mom worked night shift. So my mom would let me stay up. Oh yeah. And I actually watched when it was Nick at night, and the mm-hmm. run was like the I Love Lucy's, My Favorite Martian, uh, Dick Van Dyke Show, yeah. uh, Happy Days, all of that. Oh yeah. And to the point that like no bullshit, I learned uh, how to count. How to Tell Time and uh, the Days of the Week from the Happy Days theme song. One o'clock, two Sunday, o'clock, three Monday. o'clock, rock, right. Oh, damn. Uh, Monday, oh. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Happy Days. Like, uh, Interesting. Both of the, those wow. were the opening yeah. and closing songs of that, right? And I have uh, like the Gilligan's Island theme song still in my head. Oh, yeah. Like we used to sing that. And, and the rest. <laughs> yeah. Like that would we would sing... Uh, <laughs> Like in the car, when we were talking earlier about to bring it full circle, when like it, silent, just talking. Yeah. Uh, or like turn the radio off. Absolutely. We would uh, go back and forth with uh, old TV theme songs and sing. Oh, yes. See Absolutely. how much we could do. And I've kind of thought to myself, like, why are there not more theme song tribute bands? Because, like, oh, if you could yeah. be a band and you could learn just all these classic theme songs and you could. Okay, so maybe they're all not like full songs, but you can kind of you can bring a minute and a half, two minutes worth of thank you for being a friend. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or but, uh, that would also, I feel like, be a good uh, like short online like video segment, right? Where you reach out and you talk to the people that wrote those songs yeah. about like what the network notes were and like what they were doing or thinking. Like how coked up were you when you wrote? <laughs> Yeah, uh, like the step by step theme song. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> step. yeah. You yeah, guys absolutely. want to hear the metal version of the step by step theme song? <laughs> yeah, for sure. This is this is the ska version yeah. of "Thank You for Being a Friend." Yeah, and that's back then when uh, I don't watch a lot of TV now. And if you do, you got that skip intro, which in fifty years there aren't they wouldn't be that band because it's yeah. skip intro. Oh, yeah, but yeah. The oh, absolutely. Songs, the songs that uh, tell you the story of the show. <laughs> it's like that sitcom thing where it's like. Maybe I didn't see the first season, but here's a story of a lovely lady. And exactly. then you're like, right. I got it from this episode. Yeah, for sure. And uh, um, three hour tour. <laughs> yeah. And, and then there are some that are just simply musical, like the Home Improvement theme song. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, you know that's yeah. that, that's that's that show only. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and it it is. There's no lyrics to it, but it does encompass the entire show mm-hmm. um and uh some well, songs like two and a half men they had uh, like a famous one but then also that was his job in the show was writing like jingles and shit for advertisers yeah and uh and then some bands just happen to write songs that uh so like the rembrandts with uh the oh, friends yeah. theme yeah yeah that that was a one-hit wonder song for them that turned into probably retirement worthy royalties oh like, there's yeah. no doubt and oh man also people now like you you'll hear a song and uh it'll be on like 12 different 
commercials within a year. Yes. You know, it'll be in an Apple commercial. It'll be in a Beats commercial. It'll be, you know, like just one after another after another. And you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Godsmack always wanted me to join the army. So. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or or join the UFC, one of the yeah, two. Yeah, like, one of those. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> like, and, and then, like, you know, they directly wrote songs that just simply had the title uh, in the name. Well, so, so, like, Bare Naked Ladies, they did the one for, uh, you know, the Big Bang Theory. That Now, that they oh, had that okay. song previously, mm-hmm. but it kind of took its own rebirth during that but like boy meets world oh, i didn't realize that was a song prior to i'm pretty sure show. it was okay. I, well, I mean i, I don't know can, yeah no I'm DJ, sure. can, can, can we look that up i, well, I don't know i, I was I, looking I, up the <laughs> yeah danny wilde the rembrandt said 2004 interview that to this day we only get performance royalties not publishing splits for the television version of the song i mean it's actually a song phil and i even wrote so what you're talking about the rembrandts and friends yeah. so that's the they didn't get paid they or or they sort of, but not as much yeah, as you not would as think. Much as you would a think, performance yeah. fee. So, oh, okay, gotcha, so, gotcha, which gotcha. Basically, means they don't get the. Um, they got paid to write and didn't have it. Yeah, so Ugh, they don't get the residuals each time a show comes on. Oh that damn! That's a. Pisser. It's unfortunate. That is. A, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, always try to own your stuff. Um, that would be possible. the neat thing about living in LA is the, just having access to find and meet those people with those stories of yeah. like. Here's just this person that lives in the hills that has a literal fuck ton of money because they wrote like 12 theme songs and got oh, yeah. like points on the back end or something, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, for sure. And that's, you know, and then you can even transfer that into just songwriters in general. Oh, uh, yeah. You, you know, uh, like Max Martin, you know, produced almost everything Katy Perry's blown up with in the last you know 10 years and he's like 150 grand plus royalties per song or something like that <laughs> I, I heard and it's like geez it's, is it's he nuts. one of the significant players in music now uh, I, he, I never heard of him before well he, he's, he's not an artist he's, he's just strictly a, a producer but yeah he's sought yeah. after and he's he, he gets a lot a lot of work okay. yeah for sure from an outsider perspective again i mentioned that i just turned 39 in this weird timeline um but so I don't keep up on new music all the time. Yeah. Uh, but like I've seen a trend. I feel like of like somebody will become big and I'll ask, like, Oh, who is this? And they're like, Oh, well they used to be a producer. They produced all of blah, blah, blah. And that's like for like, didn't, wasn't that like uh, wasn't the dream? Um, the guy, the guy with the stuff? hat with the, with like the, the sheriff's hat. Oh, uh, uh, Chris Stapleton. No, uh, no, it's a. Uh, he was like a judge on The Voice. Pharrell. Is, Pharrell. Pharrell. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, like people like that, right? And uh, it'll be like they were producing somebody's songs, and then all of a sudden they came out with their own stuff. Yeah. Well, and and Chris Stapleton um, was a songwriter, and he's written platinum selling singles for you know Luke Bryan mm-hmm. and all this stuff, and he was po- and he was popular in the Steel Drivers, but he was a songwriter mm-hmm. mostly by trade. And then he was just like, ah, I'm just going to start, you know, right. performing. And he can sing. Like, <laughs> oh, incredibly. I'm not a big country guy, but yeah. I own his music. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. Chris Stapleton is uh, is one of those really rare talents. There's another guy, um, similar story as Brent Cobb, um, who oh. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of and mm-hmm. anyone should go check out. I saw him at the Hi-Fi and it was one of the best sounding shows. That's um, a great venue to, to find people on the upcome. Yes. Or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And Wes does a killer job running sound down there mm-hmm. um but uh brent cobb is the uh cousin 
Yeah. Um, Brent Cobb is a cousin of Dave Cobb, who produces Chris Stapleton. Okay. And he was a songwriter, and he, and that's what he kind of did most mm-hmm. of the time until Dave was like, dude, you just need to form a band mm-hmm. and go on tour. And um, uh, he's um, done an incredible job about it. Yeah, absolutely. You, you mentioned Chris Stapleton. I believe I saw an interview with him uh, within not too long ago talking about his origin of uh, is being a songwriter and when he moved uh like he had sold a song like the first day he moved to nashville or something and was like oh this is a thing you can do like he didn't like it was like one of those stories like he just instantly was good yeah uh, and I, I wonder, is there like a, I, I know there's like a songwriters union and, and there's like a, there's, there's these organizations, but is there like a freelance way for songwriters to get their songs to artists? I wonder, is, is there a marketplace for that sort of thing? I just wouldn't I know. Feel, I feel like social media, yeah. YouTube kind of stuff, right? That's, yeah. Well, I, that's, I, I've done a little research on little, little Nas, I'll call him little, uh, little Nas, <laughs> but he was just, um, uh, He's not a he's a songwriter obviously but he was taking uh he bought the beat I think and he was taking a song and just releasing video after video of that song over Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. And that's it's and I was reading stuff about um TikTok the new, the app where people it's just like repetitive pop you got to you got to play that song over and over yeah. and over again. It's kind of like a a meme. Yeah, you gotta. Now that's how you market things. Now is if you can, a brand can get somebody to meme their stuff. Baby oh. Yoda. Yeah. Oh. Oh God. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Epstein didn't kill himself. Is is a brand. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, guy, that guy's a genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Besides the pedophile stuff. <laughs> yeah. Take that. I mean, ignore that. <laughs> yeah. 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 As long as you just you know yeah. turn that blind eye. But with songwriters, it they would be hard because how do you show a song without sure you know? Um, and I think there were a couple people that I think I've I don't really know Billie Eilish, but our, my friend Matt Alano Martin, another comedian, was mm-hmm. just saying she would just make stuff online and do it herself. You yeah. know? So oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. One um, of the podcasts I listen to uh, is a Bill Simmons podcast, and he will bring his daughter on every once in a while, who's uh, fifteen, my daughter's age as well. And it's very interesting to like get her perspective on like what it like is popular it, it, that like in that age range. And Billie Eilish is one that she talked about, like that came out of nowhere and became popular because of social media and like TikTok and all of these places like yeah, that. Absolutely. Were you looking up? Over so there? the bare neck and ladies. So yeah. If you know Ed Robertson's one of the the frontman for it yeah he had been writing songs for tv shows they hadn't gone anywhere so the order came in from cbs hey can you write a song oh, he didn't want to do it gotcha and now there's a new acoustic version of it and oh so it's kind of like last dance with mary jane yeah. and also one useless fact is pharrell and the neptunes actually wrote rump Sh- help they did the beat for rump shaker that's how long they've been making music. holy, holy shit. cow dude uh, netflix has a documentary on the evolution of hip-hop it's a great one. Wow, that's crazy that uh, um, that that's how that song came about. I mean, that's essentially how uh, Mary Jane's Last Dance. Well, isn't Trent Reznor like just doing soundtracks and shit now? Like, oh, yeah, I know he just know. did. Like, that's been a big thing with Trent Reznor's. Uh, like where he's at in his career right now is doing that stuff. I know he just did all of the music uh, for Watchmen. 
Oh yeah, very cool. Uh, which was a, a phenomenal I've heard show. But like a about lot that. of a lot of I'd have to look up or he can look up or whatever. If but he's done a lot of stuff recently, and it sounds when you hear it after knowing that. Like if you go back and watch Watchmen episodes, yeah, you're like, oh yeah, that sounds like <laughs> it would be Trent Re- like that. It, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, Even absolutely. Somebody like John Carpenter is, you know, doesn't really direct movies anymore, but yeah. he like there's the new Halloween movies and he's doing the soundtrack for them. He's like, "Yeah, I'd rather do the soundtrack than a whole movie. It's easier." Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, like I I mean, uh, Randy it, it, Newman. He yes. <laughs> yes. The man, the myth, the legend. Uh well, I mean John Williams, you know, played mm-hmm. as much a role in, you know, um you know, making Setting the icon that, story, that is right. that that is Star Wars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That music fading out from the opening scrolls into whatever you know landscape is going to start this adventure yeah. is just such a cool moment mm-hmm. that that starting a film that way is is iconic. And to do it every time, yeah, and do it well is 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 special. Or even like a Danny Elfman, where he did the Simpsons theme, but he also does a lot of um, Tim Burton stuff and uh, i sometimes i can hear <laughs> music and be like that sounds like danny elfman i look it up and it is yeah oh it's wow. That, wow it's that that thing now i i hate to use the word branding again but it's like you got that sound you know that new sound you've been looking for you know but uh, <laughs> that sound where it's un- unmistakable sometimes you hear an acdc song and you're like there there's yes. no other band that sounds like that than acdc yeah, you yeah know? absolutely for sure and you know you you that's something that i think that we um, take for granted a lot, especially in mod- in mainstream pop culture, and and I guess when I say we, I mean kind of as a society because so much of that is so quickly circulated, and it's mm-hmm. and it's here today, gone tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like in this last year, we went through. Old Town Road and Lizzo, like both of those hit last year, and it seems like it's taken up the last two, three years worth of radio. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it used to be there was like, oh, there's that. That was the soundtrack of the summer. Yes, was you know whatever band it was. Yeah, and now when you think about it, I mean, you, you, like if for the summer of '97, there's probably a song that you have in your head. Oh, the first album I ever back. bought. Oh yeah, there's no doubt. Like you can put for me, like with everything like. In that time frame that we were talking about earlier with like Saturday Night Lives, like when you're finding your comedy, music is the same thing, right? And then you come back to that. That's like your central point when you come up as an adult is I will still like I can't drive the speed limit if I'm listening to like 90s hip hop. Like it doesn't yeah. happen. Oh, sure. You know? Yeah. So, okay. So, so, so summer of 97. What, what did what? I would even have to look back and I, that was just my example, but I remember. Yeah. Uh, I when I first really got into music, it was VH1, so may, maybe maybe summer of '99. Sure, but it was when uh, Santana Smooth was out. And oh it was yeah, the Foo Fighters learning to fly. That and uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Other side, those three songs. Yeah, at all like VH1 had a survive. It was Survivor was the show that was on, mm-hmm. and they had a Survivor of those music videos. Yeah, and that just every time I hear those those three songs or uh, ones associated, it always takes me back to being a kid and just oh yeah, flipping from VH1 to MTV and then uh, 93.9 radio or 93.1 oh, yeah. radio now, which is not yes. even a station a thing, anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's just that 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 capture you know that moment in time 
But yeah. when my senior spring break is uh, would have been ninety nine. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was actually Panama City, uh, <laughs> but it was um, it's yeah, always it. Panama it always City. Is. Yeah, Daytona or Panama. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just how much in time Yo, you, you want to be in the shores? car. <laughs> golf shores? Those are that's for the people that had to go. Their parents had to be in the same town as them. They're like, we'll let you stay in your own hotel room, but we're going to be down there too. Yeah. Uh, but it was Master P make him say uh. No, 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 no. And uh, TLC no scrubs. Yes. Those were the songs like that when you'd be sitting in uh, traffic on like the when people were just cruising up and down the strip. Oh yeah, that was the songs that were playing. Yeah, absolutely. And and I I remember being a kid the first time I. Uh, um, uh, th- this is kind of odd, but I will I will def- defend this as uh, as long as I live. <laughs> I uh, the first album I ever bought and a big musical moment f- for me was Hanson. When when first time I heard Mbop, I specifically remember the verbiage I used when I asked my friend. I was like, uh, "What is there a new girl group? Who is this?" <laughs> and, and, and they're like, "No, this, these are like this young boys, three dudes that yeah. all look the same." Exactly, and uh, <laughs> and so. Um, I was like, "What?" And then this song, like, kind of, it caught my ear as an earbug. That's a, literally what it was, yeah. and that's what it was made to be. And uh, when I then bought the record, the rest of the album is actually pretty well done, mm-hmm. and it's actually a decent, decent record. If it was made by like, you know, Jacob Dylan or something, some of these songs really could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, the Wallflowers were were big, but yeah, no, that that first Hanson record, the first one I ever bought, was uh, was awesome. It kind of opened me up to this whole sort of new. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like anything, it, and you can't like everything in hindsight can be a little embarrassing. Oh, if sure, you look yeah. back on it, but yeah. it like the first concert I went to uh, was Boys to Men, Uncle Sam, and their opener was a. Uh, uh, up and coming Destiny's Child oh, uh, was wow. still like nobody knew who any of them were. But the yeah. four members of Destiny's Child, or yeah, actually, I think oh, it was wow. that early. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was like still. it may have. I can't swear See, to that, my, but it was yeah. very, very early. Yeah, they were the first on the bill. You oh know? wow, yeah, like that was it was that thing. Like they were playing at like six o'clock. Yeah. Uh, oh wow, for like twelve people, and then. Uh, my girlfriend couldn't go, so I took my best friend, and that was weird, sitting like eight rows back for Boys to Men with a dude in yeah. like eighth grade. Like, uh, but you talked about like earbugs and songs that were designed to do that. I read something one time about uh, like the Steve Miller band was really big into making songs like with the psychological purpose of getting stuck in people's minds like oh with yeah like, with like hand claps and like the doot and do's and yeah shit yeah that, oh yeah like and if you listen back a lot of steve miller songs have that kind of whoop, whoop, that would yeah. like that kind you know yeah a fun episode of the field trip to do Ooh, yeah and you, kyle you could come do it yeah but, um, dude that, that'd be a blast those sci- scientific music things where they're trying to get you hooked on it well uh max martin that's one of the things that he does so well is he plays into that that there is an algorithm and there mm-hmm. is and there is a key that is more pleasant aesthetically sure. pleasing yeah. and yeah. and and that's what he does is he's mastered that Oh, realm yeah. and also you know what a and r guys tend to you know put on the air you know mm-hmm. i'm a program directors i guess there are there are no more a and r guys unfortunately it's yeah. all the internet now um but uh um yeah yeah and he's kind of mastered that algorithm and like have you seen those videos where they can put That's like wild though like to like 
you know, like, are you making that? That's to make for an interesting question of like, are you making art to like around that concept? Yeah. Or are you doing, you know what I mean? Like, that's a weird, like, for sure. And BJ, I do want to want you to pull up one video and I guess we can kind of end on this. Um, it's super, super crazy. There are videos where you can take like, um, where someone has taken like all five of the most popular country songs in one year uh-huh. and put them on top of one another and they play perfectly together. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and I would uh, type in like um, uh, country music mashup. Um, I love something that David like that. S. Pumpkins is in the... <laughs> as we look at the YouTube screen, David S. Pumpkins is up there. Absolutely. And that was and that's another thing that's about another SNL big, going yeah. to to social um, social media and YouTube and stuff. Well, it was always perfect for it. Yes, really. that top one. And then they've kind of merged in and found the right times. You know, they don't give us a twelve minute skit on Saturday Night Live anymore. Yeah, absolutely. All right, what do we got? Six identical hit songs. But now they're back. All right, so it's got the sound wave files. Yeah, and they've mashed them up. This sure like be shot. cool. Yeah. But I can't see what that says. Parmalee. Close your eyes. This is how we roll. And ready, set, roll. Both of them use the word roll. Oh shit! Yeah, these are six different songs. Cottonwood falling like snow in July. Said fireflies popping like a Fourth of July. <laughs> Breeze blowing in, your hair blowing round. You scanning through the stations looking for that country sound. Trust jacked up. Yeah, that's you can break that down mathematically and right around that. So that's two songs overlaid at the same time right there. Every one of these is somebody different. This yeah. is insane. And look, they use the same like monikers and stuff in the yeah. It's called radio programming for a reason, folks. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's uh you know an example of that. Yeah. Like to see that visually with like the sound files and have it while the you know and actually because i think hearing it it sounds so seamless that you, people are probably going to be like that's yeah that's weird yeah. like well that's just a song right yeah, yeah, yeah. but if you look up what's it sir mash a lot mind-blowing six song country mashup yeah on youtube that's what we were watching and it was that's so crazy to yeah. watch the sound files of it's jumping from song to song but it's not, and the <laughs> the formula of country. I mean, uh, there you can break it down with hip hop too. Is yeah. formula of uh, it's it's cliche, but you got a truck, you got a dog, you got yeah. you're drinking beer, you're in your favorite jeans, sure. you got your girl, sundress. Uh, What's that? Yeah. The last verse of uh, uh, David Allen Coe song. You don't even know my name. Oh yeah, and he's like my friend wrote me a letter and said he wrote the best country song, and I was a. Uh, and I, I wrote him a letter back and said uh, it didn't have 
mama trucks yeah, so, and trains yeah right and then like and, and like the rain and pickup yeah. truck and jail and dogs and yeah. moms and die and then like he sings a verse that is all of that yeah and it is so yeah, good and, and I, I i believe the line is uh i was on my way to take it to the prison to deliver it which he mentions prison <laughs> right to the to deliver it but then uh mama uh, got uh, mama's truck got done run, run over by a damned old train right so yeah he mentions prison mama trucks and trains all in like two lines yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes absolutely yeah uh yeah th- and that's I- exactly you know what i mean and it's like uh um do you do you think any of that translates into like what snl's doing now and and because they seem to do a lot of formulaic stuff with their comedy do you think they kind of oh i think ev- yeah at a mainstream level do you this, think that well that- i think what it is is it's all of, we have so much data now because yeah. of what we're watching and how we're watching That's very right true. and so netflix is uh making stuff specifically for what we want to watch yeah now that netflix is in the production game and in the content creation game yeah they have all that data of what we've been watching and sure. then they're just it spitting out watch this well right like you i talked about bill simmons daughter talking about uh one of the things she mentions is how like she will watch every uh rom-com that comes on like teen rom-com that comes on netflix and it is a formula it's the girl that had glasses that didn't you know and then she takes the glasses off and all of a sudden he's in love with his best friend the whole time right (laughs) a hallmark movie that's right always be my maybe right like what like they're making movies that are yeah made for people to consume and watch sure and absolutely yeah so yeah i i 100 percent think yeah if anybody's smart in production they're it they're giving us what we want and then it becomes a weird inception are they giving us what we want or are they making us want what they give us yeah. right yeah so uh, alex jones over here <laughs> well that's uh yeah no, you're not wrong though even like with fallon you you know he's playing beer pong yeah with a celebrity or sure. they're doing a uh, celebrity rap yes or they're uh you know carpool karaoke with you know my childhood hero james corden <laughs> <laughs> you know it's even when you look at leno that was a viral segment before that was even oh, yeah. Yeah. was uh headlines jay, well yeah. and jaywalking when <laughs> jay he'd walking. be out on the the man on the street you know that's the for me that jaywalking is the classic man on the street interview segment oh for sure absolutely when's the last time you're like oh did you see that interview with dave batista on conan yeah right i mean it was you don't watch the interview you watch them doing something you know and that's what youtube is like you you hang around a little kid they're watching these youtube videos even my wife does it now she watches people clean on youtube yeah that's oh, a, yeah. a whole channel just watching people clean. Oh yeah, and you know th- th- there are there are people out there making ten thousand dollars a month for playing you know Fortnite. Streaming oh, games. Oh, yeah. You know oh, what God, I mean? Yeah. If yeah. I was a kid, that's what I would want to watch. Oh man, yeah. I, yeah. I want. I was like, I wish there was a TV channel. Instead, I get three hours on a Saturday, you know, and that's it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And hopefully, there's a baseball game on afterwards mm-hmm. or something. Maybe well, that'll take six hours. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, guys, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap things up here. But before we do, uh, why don't you guys go ahead and let us know where you're going to be and how we can find out more about you? 
Brent, go ahead. Yeah, um, uh, BrentComedy.com is uh, for everything me. Uh, the Field Trip Podcast comes out every Wednesday because uh, f- uh, Wednesday, Wednesday is Field Trip Day. Yeah. And uh, we have past episodes, uh, Parody Religions. That was fun. We have Airbnb Nightmares, Delivery Guy Stories. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I love that idea of, 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 a, of a topic per episode and like, mm-hmm. you, you know, I, I love that Evergreen sort of- Evergreen topics. Yeah. That was the whole concept yeah. of- uh, the show and he was talking about like the the concept of it was yeah. stuff that you can listen to at any time and it's never dated or yes right? and if you don't and know super me Tony you can at least latch on to you know I want to hear about Charlie Brown's Christmas or yeah. whatever you know oh sure stuff yeah like no that. yeah yeah and definitely it's go check super that out fun. yeah oh yeah and it's a blast for me to be on the show and it's a, you know it sounds weird but like it's just it's nice to to be included on something like that when with somebody that you respect and you know when with you know doing something that uh that we do and just to be asked is kind of a big you know yeah i appreciate it and but it's always fun it's a fun time to sit around and talk we had one about uh uber facts which was just yes i listened to that one and that one was hilarious by the way and that one is just to facilitate conversation the concept is we pull up uber facts on twitter and they tweet out a fact every you know yeah. every hour or so so we just scroll through and if we have something to chime in on with it we do and yeah. it's and it then it just kind of goes off into whatever we talk about that was the fizzles. one with the couple walking down the street starter pack right oh, <laughs> yeah my God. yes yes that was yeah go back and listen to that episode that's hilarious <laughs> yeah. we still will text each other the starter pack pictures <laughs> yeah it's, it's memes of you know the, yeah, the couple love walking those. down the side of the road starter pack and it's just the shittiest stroller you've ever seen a with tw- the a mountain dew it's the biggest and they'll call it a pop from the <laughs> From the gas station, and it's got those birds on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have branding on it or anything. No. It was just like whatever they could buy generically from the local yeah, GFS. It, it doesn't say yes. Speedway. It says uh, it's from Marathon, yeah. but it's like Marathon never has uh, any brand. Yes, you know, yes, like yes, that kind yes, of stuff. Yes, so. absolutely. But and what it, pajama pants? Right, was in pajama that one of pants. The boxing. So, just the opiate blocker. Yeah. Oh God, so good. <laughs> oh man, that's yeah, so great. Yeah, that's the field trip podcast, and I try to do videos a couple times a week. So my fan page, Brent Terhune. So yeah, uh, and then I'm at Tony Foxworthy on all of uh, social media stuff. I, I've got a website, Tony Foxworthy Comedy. Um, I've uh, see it coming up. I'm in uh, Sagatuck, Michigan, uh, in a couple weeks, uh, and then I'll be out in. Uh, Pittsburgh in um, let's see when is that April for uh, Burning Bridges Festival. Very nice, so, that's yes. awesome. Um, and also, I did want to mention that you guys uh, both will be coming to Anderson. Um, we got you coming to yes. the Creatures on March twenty eighth um, for, for a clean show, and uh, and then we've got Brent coming down to Kettletop in mm-hmm. June, um, and that's going to be a fun time. We're going to do two shows Saturday night with uh, with Mister Terhune. It's going to be an absolute blast. Uh, be on the lookout for those uh, coming up. You can follow me as always um, at Uncle Buck's house uh, on Instagram. You can follow the podcast at Uncle Buck's Podcast, and uh, I got uh, some dates coming up here soon. So uh, check social media and get those. Was all awesome. So, um, cool. thank you guys so much for coming in. Um, as I said, uh, Nick wishes he could have been here, but uh, had some <laughs> stuff going on. Um, family so, reunion, yes, Matt exactly. David will join us next week. So, yeah, we ran out of yes, time. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, thank you guys so much for coming in and doing this. I've had an absolute blast. 
And uh, thanks for coming over, guys. Thanks for having us. It's nice thanks, to play. Absolutely. Yeah. See you.